Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome into the 7 o'clock hour of Sports Talk. Steve Geller in the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, along with Charlie Long, keeping us in line, running master control. Uh, we talked a little about some boxing last hour in Cajun Cannon. We got a texter saying here, hey, I'd love to see Joe Montana box Bobby Bear in a bare-knuckle fight. Well... <laughs> I could say uh, that I should win. Uh, My money's on you two in that well, one. No, the, the Joe Montana's little. Now, um, he's not little on the football field. I played him 11 times and only won two, and he won nine. Now, you know, quarterbacks get too much of the glory, they get too much of the blame. Now, uh, you have to know who you measure up against. <laughs> right. And now, like, uh, I would look like, okay, a modern-day player. Uh, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, mm, I don't know about that. Big boys. Yeah. Uh, you, you have to know. But, but like, uh, I mean, uh, Joe, no, I when I stood by Joe, I feel like I could dwarf him. I mean, um, no. I, I'd Probably rather, uh, Phil Sims was a little guy too, right? No, no, Phil Sims. No, 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 Phil. Phil. I, I'd rather fight Joe Montana than <laughs> Phil Sims. Okay. Uh, no, yeah. If I can break it down, I'd rather fight Joe Montana than Boomer Sison. You know, I could go and how you measure up. Right. Now, the whole thing is is like, uh, is it a cage match or are you truly boxing? Yeah, this Whatever. one says bare knuckle on the text yeah, line. Yeah, like, like a fist fight. Right, regular old fist yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, fist fight. No, uh, listen, uh, no. I can take Joe Montana. Uh, now, uh, it, it, it matters who you're going against again. Um, so you can go through. That'd be a fun um, thing we could do. You go through all the people and like, I don't know, because it's all in theory. <laughs> it's not, not, nothing uh, realistic. Uh, but, yeah, who, who you would um, want to match up against. It's um, funny you say that. When I first started at WWL, got to do stuff with the Saints, being in the locker room, 
and interviewing a guy like Lance Moore, and I'm looking him up and down like, man, I, an NFL player, I could take this guy. And then I see later on, like later on that day, I'm like reading about Lance Moore, black belt yes. yeah, fighter, yeah. and I'm like, well, oh, you would get your ass whooped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he'd be put, putting a whooping I'm down in one count. No, and you look at like uh, prestige or recognition um, – like okay, Lawrence Taylor. Oh, oh Lawrence, forget I mess with him. Uh, you know, I guarantee you Ricky Jackson can hang with him. Uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, so city champ, I put Ricky Jackson uh, against Lawrence Taylor, uh, the pride of Pahokee, king of the muck. Uh, yeah, so no, <laughs> it, it, so it, it all matters. It's all an opinion. Did you give him that one, or is that really one of his nicknames, King of the Muck? Oh uh, no, King of the Muck, and which we call I love down, it. Well, which we, we call down here Boopoody <laughs> is that um, rotten mud in South Louisiana. If you go in the marsh and it just stinks, it just stinks. It's like because uh, all the peat and you know the vegetation, the marsh grass and all that's um, uh, it's just um, decomposing, right? And all that, it's a smell. It's just mud that stinks. And we call it like boupouti in French, which means rotten mud. So uh, in Pahokee, Florida, I like that one. I love uh, it. Ricky and all call that muck. So he says, I'm the king of the muck. You know, when you're standing in that, you have sinking, you have standing up. I never forget this. That's why Ricky and I got along so, uh, so uh, from the get-go. He goes, Bobby, he goes, man, I, I know you were raised south of New Orleans. And, but when I drove down, you know, towards the bayou, you know, Thibodeau, Homa, all down there, Highway 90, and I see all these sugarcane fields. That reminds me of Pahokee, Florida. Because where I grew up, we got a bunch of sugarcane fields. So when I came to the Saints and I drove down south, and I knew that's where you're from, uh, that uh, it's like uh, we almost the same um, like type individual, uh, how we were raised, but just different states. Right. But different zip codes. Thing. If you got sugarcane fields in Florida, sugarcane fields in Louisiana— it's the same type of you know atmosphere and where we're raised. So no, that's why. Um, hey, listen, uh, Ricky Jackson never got his ankles taped, never had a sprained ankle in his life. Mm. Um, all of a sudden, I, I, I remember, you know, you say, remember the old school, and you have these big old shoulder pads and all that. Right. Ricky Jackson said, I, I don't need all these, like, big shoulder pads. One time he was wearing, like, Martin Anderson, the kicker shoulder pads. He goes, I, I don't need all that because he's so strong with his hands and his forearms and all that and making tackles. Even when he broke his cheekbone when he got in that bad car wreck, he almost got decapitated, uh, that, oh, he'll be out five or six weeks, he missed one game. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's back, well, I'm not going to use my helmet. I'm just going to snatch people down uh, with my hands and all. No, uh, that was a, a different level. So, uh, listen, if Ricky Jackson... That's why you got that yellow jacket, sir. If Ricky Jackson would have played in New York for the Giants, he'd have been just as famous as Lawrence Taylor. Okay, the guy he played with in college at University of Pitt Panthers was Hugh Green. Hugh Green was the All-American at Pitt. So you had Hugh Green and Ricky Jackson. Hugh Green went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Ricky came to the Saints. But who was the better pro? Ricky Jackson. Now, right. Hugh Green was like a Pro Bowl and all that, but it was like, uh, but Ricky was a different level. But it was just like, they both were studs, but Ricky was even better. I'm telling you. He's just studlier. <laughs> Ricky Jackson was on Lawrence Taylor's level, I'm telling you. We're going to take a break, and when we get back, we'll be talking NASCAR with Tim Zimmer, our WWL Morning Show producer. I'll be right back after this here on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back into Sports Talk. Time to get into our NASCAR report. With that, we welcome in Tim Zimmer, WWL Morning Show producer, also our NASCAR insider. How's it going, Timmy? Doing well. You know, just uh, enjoying the night, got a good workout in, and now I'm just hanging out with y'all guys. Yo, um, we're hanging out with Timmy Tam, Timmy Zim. Uh, Tim, um, now, uh, <laughs> are, are you in better shape uh, than you've been in previous years? Or say you got your workout in. Uh, I know you always had that well-rounded chest and stuff. Uh, so, so how are you feeling about yourself, Tim? Come on. I hear your voice, but I don't get to see you anymore like I used to. I, I know. I work these early mornings now, so I'm, I'm usually gone by the time y'all are even waking up. So. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, I've just been taking up a few uh, a few uh, boxing classes now, just you know, doing all that, having a good time, losing a few pounds. We were just talking serious, boxing. That's funny. Time. Oh, uh, the, you know what, Tim? Uh, Steve and I was talking about this, and um, you know, now you look at this day and age we, uh, we live in, you can bet on anything. And I always said, uh, boy, I, I tell you what, uh, Tim. Always had a little scoop uh, a weekend and week out, or you know, look at NASCAR and the whole season that uh, you might lay a little coin on. Uh, how have you done so far? You look at the Daytona 500, you just look. I know he uh, did well at Daytona. Okay, the Atlanta Motor yeah. Speedway. I want you to elaborate on that. I got, I got, I did really well for Daytona in the first race, and then I got kind of screwed at the second race in Atlanta by the photo finish here. So the first race, I took William Byron. He gets the win. It was kind of the same, same kind of race. Atlanta is now kind of a super speedway. They repaved the track, so they've turned Atlanta into like a mini Daytona where they kind of go the same speed, but they're a lot more closer in, so wrecks are more prevalent there. Um, but you see bigger wrecks at Daytona because there's nowhere really to go on the track. Um, but, yeah, Daytona 500, William Byron gets the win. Um, it, they cross the finish line with one to go, but with NASCAR, if you, if you wreck with one to go on the white flag, 
and the track is unaccessible when you come back around, whoever's in the lead wins the race. Well, William Byron basically nosed out his teammate Alex Bowman uh, as they were crossing the finish line, or I guess the white flag with one to go, uh, as the caution came out. So William Byron was named the winner because they couldn't go back around because there was a big wreck at the finish line. Um, so he was named the winner there. And then last week I had Kyle Busch, which was kind of funny because I talked to a bunch of my, bre- my friends who bet, and they all were like, Ryan Blaney's the pick, Ryan Blaney's the pick this week. Well, Ryan Blaney, he finishes second. I had Kyle Busch because Kyle Busch did really well, and you know he did really well in Daytona. So I figured, you know, it's super speedway. Same kind of race, kind of. Kyle Busch is my pick. Well, he comes in third. They finish three thousandths of a second behind Daniel Suarez for the win, who comes out of kind of nowhere at the very end, kind of gets in the front, wins the race on a photo finish, second closest finish in NASCAR history. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I win one, I lose one, but at the end of the day, we still came out positive through two weeks. You know, uh, Tim, that's why, uh, Bob, when I read this, uh, like you said, uh, Daniel uh, Suarez, uh, his win, uh, one of the most wild races in recent years as he won the third closest, uh, second closest victory in NASCAR when you go with electronic timing. So it's so close. Uh, it's like uh, .003 seconds over Ryan Blaney and Kyle Busch. I remember in the past when we had you on NASCAR, NASCAR those are household names. Ryan Blaney, Kyle Busch, as they went three wide across Atlanta Motor Speedway. The finish line after the race that had 48 lead changes and six uh, multi-car wrecks. We always look at that. But like Suarez uh, said, it was amazing. And the victory snapped a 57-race winless streak as Suarez uh, earned his second cup victory. Now, I I told Steve this before the top of the hour. He's the only Mexican-born driver to win uh, in a cup series. So you talk about a, a local hero and uh, taking advantage of opportunity because how do you truly get amongst the elite and, uh, well, and, in any win. country where you're from? So I'm looking at Daniel Suarez. I mean, uh, right there in Mexico, he's the top dog. Yeah, he was with. He started with Joe Gibbs Racing, kind of fell off there, did a little Xfinity there, and then uh, Trackhouse Racing picks him up. And who owns Trackhouse Racing? Uh, you know, the singer Pitbull. He's one of the owners of Trackhouse Racing. He mm. signs Daniel Suarez. And, you know, Daniel Suarez was kind of on the hot seat. He only had one win with Trackhouse Racing uh, at Sonoma, I want to say two years ago. And that was like they weren't sure about his future here. But now with this win, that kind of gives them momentum because his, his teammate, Ross Chastain, he picked up two wins last year with Trackhouse Racing. So this Trackhouse Racing team, they're kind of legit now with three wins in the last two seasons, um, you know, with, with, with NASCAR. Um, as far as how close it was, he I mean he beat last 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 year's champion Ryan Blaney. He was last year's former champion Ryan Blaney, and, and Kyle Busch. He's no he's no joke either. He's won right. a championship before. So for for Daniel Suarez, this was a big win for him because his future was kind of in doubt. You know you know you know he he kind of had a somewhat okay showing at Daytona, um, but with this win now, I mean they're I mean they're pretty much almost guaranteed a playoff spot. I wouldn't say I I think they still can get bumped. I'm not sure how the playoffs work this early in the season so far, but um, I mean, yeah, it's a big win. Um, like you said, the close one of the closest um, races in NASCAR history. I mean, the, the, it was so close that you know it's faster than when a hummingbird, a hummingbird, you know, like a, a flash of lightning. I've read it was that Whoa. it was that that fast. That that's how close it was in the race. So, I mean, big win for Daniel Suarez. Now, uh, Tim, uh, what's up on the docket? Obviously, uh, I, I told you this before. I've always been intrigued 
when you have the Daytona 500 and you look at all the sports, that to me, that's still like the Super Bowl of racing. You have the, the true championship ball. If you could be a Daytona 500 winner, so you have the Super Bowl before the season even starts. So well, what yeah, do we have to look forward to? Winning the Daytona is yeah. kind of like winning the Masters or yeah. winning the Kentucky <laughs> Derby. Like if you win the Daytona 500, you're going to New York for the stock exchange to ring the bell. You're doing all you're doing. You're going on you know the Today Show. You're doing all those things if you win the Daytona 500. So having that race at the start of the season is is one of the you know more more probably prestigious. Yeah, other than the championship race for the champion, it's like the, the biggest race of the season for everyone. Um, but yeah, I think I think with that being the first race, it it's it's a different race though because it's a super speedway. And when it, when it comes to super speedways, anybody could really win these races. It really comes down to can you survive the crash? Can you survive the race? Because all it takes there's some drivers in the race that literally they had no like Brad Keselowski for example. He's crashed in the last two races. So has his uh, his former teammate Joey Logano. He crashed in the four, last two races because super speedways. All you could be doing is just driving in the pack, and next thing you know, the car's in front of you. They wreck, and then you're out of the race. So you have two big dogs right there that have finished in the late, late, you know, 30s, 20, like late, late 20s, early right. 30s in the standings, and now they're looking for a big win in in, in uh, Las Vegas at the you know Pennzoil 400 this week because they're back in the standings. So I think you're going to see a different type of race this week because when you go from a super speedway, you're going to go to a, your traditional mile and a half this week. So qualifying is going to matter. Uh, tires are going to matter. They're going to have a new tire package this week. So trending tread on the tires is going to change. Um, you're going to, you want to pay attention to those things. You're going to pay, we're going to pay attention to, you know, fall off speed, how, how much the, the, the truck, the, 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 I'm sorry, the car falls off in speed from lap five to lap 10. So it's, it's a, it's a lot different type of race this week in, in Las Vegas than it is in what it was in Atlanta and it was in Daytona. Now, uh, Tim, um, you've always been involved in gaming. I know from, uh, you know, going old school, talking about NASCAR, then you look how the NFL has embraced it and how the public really has embraced it. Uh, whether you're on your phone or you could go uh, live at a casino or whatever and how convenient it is. What have you noticed and how involved uh, have you noticed from a gaming standpoint the convenience uh, that when you're wanting uh, to maybe get involved with your friends or maybe uh, betting on NASCAR events, how much has yeah, changed I mean, I, compared to when you first started? Yeah, when it, I mean, when you first started, you'd have to go to the casino and basically go over the counter and make a bet, um, you know, a couple of years ago. Now, I mean, you can do fantasy NASCAR where you can play against hundreds of people. You can play just against your friend. You can make just bets to win the race. Like who's going to? You can bet like Joey Logano for this weekend and get fifteen to one on him, or you can bet any other driver and get long shots. Like Daniel Suarez, for example, I think he was forty to one. So a ten dollar bet would win you four hundred bucks. So curious yeah, there. You mentioned fantasy NASCAR. Are you buying? Are you? Do you have drivers on your team or race? You know, whole race teams. Uh, so basically, you pick a driver, kind of like you do fantasy football. Okay. Uh, you pick six drivers, and you have to be under a budget. And the way it works is you want your drivers to finish as high as possible, and also you get points for leading laps, but also you lose points hmm. if your driver falls off. So let's say you fit, you start you start fifth place and you finish fifteenth, you're going to lose ten points because your driver lost ten spots. But if you start at twentieth and you finish fifth place, you're going to gain fifteen points. Okay. Because that's how. That's how it works in fantasy. So it could it could totally change in the Daytona 500, for example, because you could be winning the race, and next thing you know, there's a giant wreck, and then you're completely done for the day. So that's the craziness of fantasy. But for NASCAR betting, I mean, you could do matchups. You can bet, like, this driver to beat that driver. You can bet which 
which manufacturer is going to win, for example, this weekend. Because right. the Chevrolets, they've won the last three races in, in, in Las Vegas coming up this weekend, and they're the obvious clear favorite. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Fords win this week, who have been actually dominant so far this season. They've just been knocked out of the race because of Rex and well, two super speedways. And, uh, Tim, I don't know if I've ever asked you this because, you know, the sponsorships involved. Um, I, don't, I know I haven't asked you this. Are you, because uh, you mentioned uh, Chevrolet, Ford, uh, then you got Toyota, Joe Gibbs, and all that. Are, which Are you more of a Ford, Chevrolet, or a Toyota guy? or What's your wheelhouse? Uh, or uh, are you more with the driver instead of maybe the team? I'm more of a driver. I, I, if like I'm one of those guys when you uh, when you ask me what's your favorite you know NFL team, I go well. I kind of like you know quarterbacks. I kind of like Patrick Mahomes. I kind of like Josh Allen. I don't really have a favorite team, so I'm kind of like that with NASCAR. I have a favorite driver for the week. I know which drivers I like at certain tracks, and I think that's the best way to go about it. If you're especially if you're picking you know winners and you're doing those kind of things, you don't want to be you know I guess gravitated to a certain driver because you love Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott's your favorite driver. So every week you're going to bet Chase Elliott. Well, guess what? Chase Elliott's not going to win every week. Right. And so you're probably going to lose money if you keep betting him every week. So, I mean, I do like – for I, I, love, I like Kyle Busch just because I like the persona he has. But I also don't bet Kyle Busch every week because I know he's not going to win every week. Hey, um, and then, but, uh, Tim, wouldn't it be all depending on the track? And uh, you know, where I mean, you, Yeah, there's different tracks. Like I said, the last two weeks there's been super speedways. So it's more unpredictable. There's guys like Ryan Blaney, for example, who I talked about came in second. If you look at his first and second place finishes at, on super speedways, I want to say seven of his first and second place finishes have been by less than a half a second. So, like, it's all been photo finishes for this guy, either if he comes in first and second at super speedways in Talladega, Atlanta, and Daytona. So that's a guy where you know he's going to be good at a super speedway, so you want to bet a Ryan Blaney there. When it comes to a short track, you kind of want to bet a Denny Hamlin or a Kyle Busch. And when it comes to, like, a road track, you want to bet a guy like uh, Chase Elliott, who's really good at road tracks, or a Christopher Bell, who's really good at road tracks. You kind of have to know that thing if you want to know which drivers are going to excel there. Because there's some drivers that, look, they're just really good at, you know, super speedways, like Ricky, Ricky, uh, Ricky Stenhouse, who won the Daytona 500, I want to say, two years ago. Um, so there's certain guys they know they're going to be good at something, so they want to make the best of it. And that's what it really comes down to. Now, uh, you know, Tim, you can have, um, you know, football uh, people or football fans or the NBA or, well, I don't know, college football, whatever. Uh, you look at baseball, major league, whatever. But when you look at NASCAR, do y'all like in social media, do you have NASCAR buddies that you interact with? I mean, that, that maybe no one can relate to. But y'all know you're on the same level and maybe you're trying to give advice to one another because that intrigues me because, you know, you know, your wheelhouse and where you're at, because uh, now when you look at gaming, everything that's involved, I'm not saying it's a club, but do you have guys? Well, man, I I could talk to him, interact with him, maybe on social media, whatever, and I know I can get some feedback or he knows what the hell he's talking about and it's not a bunch of B.S., yeah, I mean, if you just go on NASCAR Twitter, there's a bunch of guys on NASCAR that that give out their picks every week. There's guys that that are just strictly NASCAR, just for the content there. And I mean, I even have my own betting group that that I have on Discord that we go over every week. We go over our NASCAR picks, and they're not even just in NASCAR. They're they're in Xfinity racing. They're in the truck racing too. And I'm just strictly mostly Cup Series, so I just know the main you know top dogs in the in the, in the whole in the whole NASCAR circuit. But they. They know these guys in the truck series that I've never even heard before, so I just kind of follow them and follow their lead. 
And sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. But that's what you, you know, if you're, you're betting blindly, you got to just hope that your friends know more than you. And most of the time, and they've been pretty good. I mean, I, I don't really follow the trucks because I find the trucks, they're a little bit more, more uh, what's the word? Uh, you don't know what's going to happen with the truck series because they're younger drivers. They, the, the cars handle, you can, you, there's a lot more mistakes, a lot more mishandling in the trucks. So I kind of stick to the top dog, the better driver. Yeah, the top dog, because you're a top dog, Tim. Uh, you, you, <laughs> you want the main event. I mean, uh, you, you have other people handle that for you. Uh, let me tell you. That's uh, what I, we I, usually <laughs> do with it's us in uh, NASCAR and golf. We always handle it. We always go over our picks. We do well. And uh, Mexico Open was last weekend. We hit on that. And I should have known with the Mexico Open that Daniel Suarez is going to win the Atlanta. I didn't even put two and two together. Tim, I know you mentioned Chase Elliott, a guy that is one of the more popular drivers in NASCAR, had a really rough season a year ago. Is he expected to bounce back this season? Yeah, he had an injury, um, uh, you know, recently, uh, last season. Uh, so, I mean, his start has been okay. He got in an accident in Atlanta. Atlanta is one of his better road, I mean, his better races. Um, but look for him to do well on road tracks. So he's usually the favorite by, by a wide margin because that's kind of his forte. Um I would say Kyle Larson is the top dog at Hendrick Motorsports. Um, he's probably number two. I mean, he won a championship just recently, so but Kyle Larson is the top dog there. I I'm not usually a Chase Elliott better, but at the same time, I know that when it comes to I know what tracks he's going to excel at. Um, he's the only actually. This is funny. He's the only Hendrick driver Hendrick driver that hasn't won at Las Vegas, which is their upcoming race this weekend. Uh, we see, we saw Alex Bowman win here. We saw William Byron and Kyle Larson win in the last two seasons with the new package. So Chase Elliott's kind of that one driver still looking for a win. I don't think he gets it this week, but I also expect him to win at least two more right two at least two races this year because he's he's a good driver and he's got top equipment. So when it comes to the Chevrolets, you always look at Larson and Elliott as your one two, and and Kyle Busch when it comes to the other Chevrolet uh, team. Now, Tim, before we let you run, uh, uh, I don't know if I've ever asked you this. Um, oh, what is your favorite track? Uh, you know, obviously you could say Daytona or whatever, but I can tell you my favorite track because uh, I got to experience that firsthand. I went on pit road with ESPN when the Swerving Irvin, or Ernie Irvin, and uh, uh, you know I remember uh, I was in Atlanta, and then I'm hanging out. Uh, that he was driving for Texaco then. I'm hanging out on pit road, hanging out in the suite. Got got right up on the track. All of a sudden, Tim, I don't know if I ever told you this. Before the race started, I think he was driving for UPS, Dale Jarrett. He was a big driver. And then all of a sudden, I'm going in his motorhome. And then all of a sudden, I'm meeting and greeting everybody. I'm playing quarterback for Atlanta at that time. And I'm meeting and greeting. And then all of a sudden, I'm in the motorhome with Dale Jarrett. And we all holding hands praying uh, before the race. And he's going to get ready to go out there and haul butt. And at all yeah, of a sudden, it was a factor back then. Uh, you know, so here I am to experience that. So I remember the track. I mean, how uh, you know, when you turn, how uh, centrifugal force and how the cars could stay up, but they're going so fast. So I don't know. I have uh, a feeling uh, because I personally experienced that at Talladega. Do you have a favorite track? Uh, well, well, what it would be your experience or maybe like uh, on your bucket list that you'd want to be a part of? I think mine would be Bristol Speedway at night. I think Bristol, the oh. short track racing, it's bumping and bumping and running the whole time. Uh, it's just the night. I mean, remember a couple of years ago, Tennessee and Virginia Tech, they actually had a football game in, That's right. inside the Bristol. The Bristol, they had a football field in a racetrack. Um, so I, I like the short track racing. I think it's more entertaining. You're very, very close 
so you can see everything. They're not going 135, 150 miles per hour there. They're doing usually like 70, 90 miles per hour. So it's not it's not your typical, you know, crazy, you know, driving race. And there's still wrecks. There's like they're wrecking in Bristol. They're wrecking in Martinsville right. in these short tracks because once you spin out, I mean, everyone's got to hit you. There's nowhere else to go. Um, so I, I like the, I like the night racing and I also like the short tracks. Um, the, the tracks I hate the least, I, I I hate the most are the road courses. Last year they 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 watered down the entire season with road courses. They had so many more road courses in Charlotte and uh, the, uh, you know the one in Texas they had they had they had just too many road courses and I it lost my interest for a good bit because I just the road courses just bore me. There there's there's not many wrecks. There's spinouts, but there's no there's it's just. I like the short track race, and yeah, I like the, the, the intimacy of being right there on the on the track, and everyone's got a good seat. Yeah, you you look at the road course, that's more international. That's like Formula One and all that. Uh, that that's not NASCAR to me. I don't know. So when you turn left, turn left, whatever. But if it's compact and you three wide and all that, that, that that's entertaining, I mean, uh, especially four, right there. They were four wide this past weekend in oh. Atlanta. Four wide on Atlanta Motor Speedway, which is crazy to think. I mean, it didn't work out. That's why they wrecked. But I mean, four-wide <laughs> on a, on a three-wide racetrack is pretty pretty entertaining. And I think that was probably the, one of the best races in NASCAR in the last five to ten years. That that race on on Sunday in Atlanta, you, I mean, there were wrecks, but, I mean, the entertainment value was through the roof. I, there was never – there wasn't a bad bad review of that race. I'll, I'll, you can go on social media. You can do all that. I think majority of fans were like, wow, that was a really good race. Awesome stuff as always, Tim. Appreciate the time. You got any action on uh, any games tonight? I, I do not. I don't know if the Spurs game has started yet, but I know a lot of my buddies were on the points <laughs> rebounds over on Victor Wembanyama. Nice. Always, like I said, appreciate the time. Get some rest. I know you got to be up early, my man. All right, Tim. Thank right, you. See y'all guys later. Tim Zimmer, the morning show producer and our NASCAR insider with the NASCAR report there. Taking a break, stepping away. Be back with more sports talk right after this on WWL. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Well, folks, J-Lo, force of nature, one of the best entertainers in the world, and she's coming to New Orleans. WWE wants you to go there. See Jennifer Lopez bring her This Is Me Now tour to the Smoothie King Center. That's Friday, August 30th. Register now. You can win a pair of tickets. WWL.com slash contest. Once again, WWL slash contest. See J-Lo in, con- in concert. That's compliments of Live Nation and WWL. Uh, the NFL Combine obviously getting underway today with the on-the-field workouts, Cajun Cannon, and a lot of folks refer to it as the Underwear Olympics. Uh, how much stock would you take in to the events that you see this week compared to game film? I think, like, obviously you want to see what guys are doing in game situations rather than being a workout warrior. 
Well, I think you could do a combination of both. Uh, I mean, um, I know you. I heard you mention earlier a guy like Mike Mamula. <laughs> Someone no, he, he who just workout, dazzled at the he's combine. He's a workout warrior, right. <laughs> uh, but that doesn't mean he can play football. <laughs> exactly. I mean, uh, it's like, uh, what was that the, the, the thing? Uh, not the Challenge of the Stars. What they would call that when you Battle did? of the Network Stars? Yes, yes. <laughs> Battle of the Network Stars. Oh, so you're very athletic. You do everything. I mean, you can play football. And I would go by what you do in an actual football game. I, I would take that film. Now, to me... Now, you can't measure a player's heart or where their mind is. Right. Uh, okay. Are they mature enough, how they were raised? That's when, you know how I'm talking to you right now? I can look at you eye to eye, and then you do a one-on-one interview. I think, to me, the combine, because they have enough track record, what they did in college, how they played. It's not like uh, some guy that's coming from Siberia, and we think he potentially could play, but he hadn't really played college football. Now, that's different. You want to see the skill set, how they run and all that. But you have a number of these players, they got a bunch of college film on them, what they've actually done in games. So to me, two things. The combine, because everyone comes together, is that when you talk to an individual one-on-one, how do you truly measure the human heart? Now, that's hard to do. Well, like uh, the Sam Mills of the world. You want an outstanding uh, citizen off the field and on the field. That, that stands to reason. But if you're a little shaky off the field, uh, but you're awesome on, on, on the field, uh, you might take a chance. And maybe we could guide them in the right way. But that's why the one-on-one interviews. So important. And, and, uh, unbelievably important in the medical. Right. Okay, uh, we heard about this because people can... Fudge on uh, whatever, but you came from and all that, your knee, your shoulder and all that. So to me, is the one-on-one face-to-face interviews and the medical evaluation. That, to me, in the combine is just important. Now, if you do, if one day some individual, uh, like Dion wasn't even supposed to run the, the 40-yard dash. He went, he p- pulled off his, uh, uh, like, his, his um his warm-up, I said, okay, I'm going to run it. I wasn't going to run, but I'll run. And then he runs a 4-2-8 or whatever. Like, oh, my God. So what if all of a sudden, because I think you can't get better, I think there's limitations to the human being, but what if all of a sudden, you don't think people would be intrigued? I don't know. Uh, this person uh, ran, like, um, right below 4.2. In the 40-yard dash, 4.19. What? Wouldn't that catch your attention? You'd be intrigued. He might not be able to catch a cold. How is he going to catch a football? He got brick hands. Or, 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 you know, is he's not tough. He don't want to get hit. Like, I remember Ronaldo Nehemiah, who played with the 49ers. I mean, uh, what did he I think he ran the hurdles, if I can recollect, in the Olympics. He was like world class. Wow, okay. The best of the best. Couldn't catch. Well, he didn't want to go across the middle, and then they could hit you. They could knock the crap out of you. So uh, Ronaldo Nehemiah can run, but that doesn't mean he's a receiver. I played with a guy who was at the highest level receiver and was a world-class sprinter and set records with Dan Marino, Mark Super Duper. He was world-class, not United States class. He was a world-class sprinter, 100-meter, 200-meter, you know, you could say 100-yard dash, 200-yard dash, whatever. In 1981, that the NCAA track meet at LSU, 
You know, Northwest Louisiana, Northwest State University in Natchitoches, we won the 400-meter relay. Okay, I, I think about this. Victor Otis ran the first leg. If I can recollect, he played six or seven years in the NFL with the Colts and the Eagles. Then you had Mario Johnson. He ran the second leg, played with the Ottawa Rough Riders in Canada. The third leg was Joe Delaney, rookie of the year with the Kansas City Chiefs. Marv Lee was the head coach of the Chiefs, and he goes with the Bills. And the anchor was Mark Super Duper. I'm telling you, they had all these top schools all through the years, uh, really, a relay team. Herschel Walker at Georgia. You had Carl Lewis at Houston. You had Willie Gold at Tennessee. So it's all like Georgia, Tennessee, Houston, Oklahoma State, Arizona State, and Northwest Louisiana, Northwestern State. And wow. they freaking won the relay in 1981 at LSU. You know Bernie Moore track and field? We used to go watch them freaking run the relay and they would uh, torch everyone. So I always said this. Now think about this. All those guys played on our football team. And I'm thinking like, well, well if we, we won the damn 400-meter relay and they all play football, well, we got the fastest team in the country. Uh, they ain't no Division One or that. Who's the fastest, like, players that you're playing with? And it's amazing those guys uh, – not only ran track, but they played football. You know, Joe Delaney, who ran the third leg, he's the same high school as Dak Prescott, Houghton, Louisiana, Okay. in North Louisiana. Mark Superduper went to Moryville. They didn't even have football. i never forget. Delaney said, oh, okay, uh, Mark, well, why don't you come out uh, for football? You can't make no money running track. You got to, like, play football. He didn't even know how to put his pads in his pants. Wow. And then one summer we working with, with Joe Ferguson, no Buffalo Bills quarterback, to run routes. And then all, all of a sudden, uh, the rest is history. That uh, Now, you know what's kind of like? Different. Our team was kind of like uh, USC's offense with USC's defense. You know how Caleb Williams, and no matter how many points they scored. Wasn't enough. Like we averaged like 37, 38 points. It doesn't matter. Uh, we're going to be in a shootout every game. We end up being like 8-3 and three and all that. But, but all these offensive players, I remember Mark Duper saying, like, let me go both ways. He never even played football. He goes, well, let me play receiver and defensive back. So, we, uh, you know, maybe I can help out. I'll, I'll call us to win. No, it's amazing when I think about that. Opportunities in the players. Um, do we have those – kind of players around um, at a smaller school, a diamond in the rough, because they'll find you wherever you're at right now. Right. But you know what? With uh, the transfer portal and all that. It's a different no, game. No, they can end up at the top schools. Because I'm looking at all of us at Northwestern State in Natchitoches <laughs> with the transfer portal. You now, wouldn't have stayed there. Everybody would have left because you'd be compensated and getting – I mean, can you imagine – you come in from nothing, and, and, and then some school tells you, well, come here, we'll give you a couple hundred thousand. You think you hit the freaking lottery before if you had a chance to make the NFL or whatever.
We're going to hit the lottery when we come back with one last segment here on WWL. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Winding down things here on Sports Talk tomorrow. We've got LSU baseball on tap, which will be here on WWL Radio versus Texas, 7 o'clock first pitch. Also, the Pelicans back in action tomorrow. What do you know? They get the Indiana Pacers again. They just were at Indiana last night uh, with a tough loss. And, man, oh, man, I hate those road back-to-backs. They're ridiculous. Well, uh, you got to win at home. Uh, Absolutely. The, the, like you the, mentioned, the, the eight, home record is not up to par. No, the Pels right now, uh, we be 18-13 and 13 on the road uh, this season. Uh, that, that's, uh, that's nice. Right. But you got to do better uh, home court advantage. They, they got to win at home. So, okay, I, you look at the playing, the delays and all what occurred, playing the Pacers – and you're tired, okay. No one wants to hear it. Okay, but then you can hear it, but then uh, <laughs> you you got to win at home. You, you can't lose at Indiana and Indianapolis, and right. you can't lose in New Orleans. So if you split that, that's okay. That's okay. I did see good news from the Pels today was the fact that Zion Williamson, not on the injury report at all, he was you know obviously on there uh, all the time with questionable dealing with his uh, left foot issue, right? Let, uh, yeah, but, contusion. Well, well, uh, contusion. There you uh, go. The, the only thing is, uh, Steve. I think you might. I think you text me this. Um, oh that, yes, with uh, CJ last night. With CJ, uh, because we always talk. About, oh, he scores twenty points. Uh, they, they only lost one time. Or they Make went. Uh, no, uh, he scored twenty three points. He connected on five three pointers. So how about you do that in, 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 at the Smoothie King Center? Do that again, I guarantee you we'll win. Also, uh, fresh off a three-game suspension, Jose Alvarado will be available to suit up and be on the court. Hopefully that can be a difference maker against the Pacers tomorrow night. Well, he has that heart of a champion, uh, you know, uh, overachiever. Uh, he has that alpha dog. Uh, I'm a Jose fan, so, uh, but, but uh, you know, uh, you got to be smart sometimes. You can't get in a fight just to be getting in a fight. So. Right, it just coming off the bench. Yeah, kind of yeah right. You gotta, that's not smart. Uh, 7 o'clock tip-off in the Smoothie King Center. Tomorrow will be Jones in to see that. Uh, Steve Gell along with the Cajun Cannon and Charlie Long closing things out. Cajun Cannon, say goodnight to the public. All right, bon nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Who that go, Saints? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.